0: Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out, please become a patron, if you can't do that, give us a rating, give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts, that's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much, and enjoy part two of the podcast. You hit him too hard. (laughs) He's so fucking (laughs) mad that this
1: centipede dude beat the shit out of the old man too much. (laughs) You hit him to death. (laughs) but again a really good part uh coming up next is you know we have scorpion on the screen so uh we know who centipede is we know who snake is and then uh we have scorpion showing up in mask so we don't know who this guy is with the mask off and he's basically investigating the crime scene of the families that were like, they beat up everybody there, and then they went and killed everybody in the family. They're like, hey, where's the fucking map? And killed, like, everybody else. Like, they're all dead. Killed everybody. And then, yeah, and then Scorpion basically sees him holding the red candle, breaks it open, and finds the uh, the map to the treasure. And then
0: says, oh, uh, it's the map!
1: Inside. Going back and looking at this, I'm not sure why Scorpion just didn't fuck off. Oh, I guess he does kind of fuck off, but not he d- for yeah, a Yeah, he while. kind of takes it and breaks the candle takes the map out of the little wooden sheath fucking thing, and then tucks it in his belt, and off he runs. He's out. Yeah, but, like, I don't want to give anything away, because we're still kind of going through this chronologically, but you, you would yeah, think that enough. Scorpion would fuck off at that point. <laughs> like, peace, bitches! Yeah, yeah true, <laughs> and he would go true. get the treasure. <laughs> but he does not fuck off. He hangs around for a little bit longer, and maybe he's trying to, you know, learn a bit more. But essentially, Scorpion now has the location of the treasure.
0: He knows where the treasure is. And now we have to go to the funky-hatted police people. Those hats were dope as fuck. Those little weird butterfly hats. I enjoyed those. Honestly, they the they
1: really were. Yeah. The camera movement in this is really good, too. Like, the camera work is really good. Like, they they have them lit well. You can tell that this is 1978. This is, you know, a Hong Kong film. They don't have steadicams, so when you're getting, like, camera movement or cameras pushing in or back, they're not on dollies. It's a dude holding the camera and walking because there's a little bit of shake there.
0: Yeah, that's true. Eh? It's a guy walking in with a camera and, and <laughs> yeah. panning
1: in or zooming in or whatever.
0: And Yeah, yeah you, and I'm fine while, with that. I'm fucking totally fine oh, with that. Oh, yeah. It. While you can tell that it's a dude, it's pretty yes. freaking smooth. Like, it's really good for the time.
1: And well, we were as talking you, you about that. you pointed out before, in... the lighting's awesome. Yeah, well we 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 talked about before in uh, Lady Snowblood when uh, mm, the, yes. the camera, the camera is coming down and lowering and lowering, but you know, it or it's going up and the higher it goes, it's shaking more and more. And we were just like, <laughs> that was like, yeah, that's a, right. like a fucking dude, like squatted on a horse. That's just like slowly standing up to get the, <laughs> to get the height. Cause it's shaking, but I'm totally fine with that. Like, I mean, we didn't get steady cams until Rocky and that was 76 the first time it was used. So, you know, and it like, damn I'm, sure wasn't in Hong Kong and well even in uh, when we did double impact and they were flying the helicopter over hong yes. kong the camera was shaking like a motherfucker like there's oh, no yeah. <laughs> and that was that was in the 90s man so that was in the 90s yeah. so it's it's kind of interesting to see the different techniques in film and you know what they did and what they got away with but for the most part the camera work in this is stellar it's
0: smooth it's fluid even when guys are like walking, like there's a guy at one point walking briskly from screen right to screen left and the camera's yeah. following him and keeping in focus and staying level and like it's great. It's yeah. really good, man. Yeah. So absolutely, yeah, I like it. I um, And uh, there was one other thing I was going to point out here that I'm blanking on. I don't know why the student of the master here is dressed like fucking Aladdin street urchin. Like he was dressed really well yeah. talking to the master. Like why did, do you know why he changed? I could never figure that out why he went to a... A fucking beggar look with the stick
1: yeah i don't know because he he's got dirt on his face so maybe he's just like trying to be in disguise he's incognito uh, playing the incognito. role playing the role yeah here i am just i i fucking don't know dude maybe he's just trying yeah. to be a little incognito because he's got kind of going like, to our that, our theme <laughs> of we don't
0: know shit about fuck
1: <laughs> we don't
0: know shit about fuck <laughs> So yeah, uh, this, it kind of hits a little bit of a lull here, but the, the student here, I forget the student's name. God damn it, I should have jotted that down.
1: Um, I'm going to tell you, I don't know anybody's name in this, so don't worry
0: about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm awful with the names. So he gets told by the, somebody on the street playing dominoes that all these people got killed in looking for this map. And he runs off to go, the, to, go to the school here where the entire school got massacred by snake and centipede. Snake and centipede killed all these people. And now the, it's being investigated by the, the police officers that we saw earlier of what happened to these people in this school, what's going on, who, why did they get killed, blah, blah, blah. This whole investigation continues here.
1: This is fucking, like, this is an unintentionally hilarious thing, and it's probably just the, the translation. But the police chief is sitting there. All the cops are there. There's a whole bunch of dead bodies Laying across the the outdoors, <laughs> covered in tatami mats, and they have like yep. the coroner, coroner or the forensic guy, I'm not sure. But anyway, he's grabbing some of the bodies and he's like, Eight, ten, twelve, twelve ribs are broken here, sir. And the police chief goes, This is extremely bad. Exactly how many ribs are broken? And the guy says <laughs> The guy says, Uh all of them, sir. And then the cop goes, <laughs> Oh, this is terrible! And it's like they're fucking dead. <laughs> like, like <laughs> that's worse how than is, the broken ribs, how guys. Is, <laughs> how is the number of broken ribs in any way, shape, or form more important than the death? And he's like, oh, he's like, all the ribs are broken. Oh, uh, this is terrible. If I don't solve this case, I will lose my post as police chief. <laughs> and it's just, <laughs> and again, that's probably just a translation thing that made me laugh. But I, I will say that they they kind of pull the mats back and they have um they did a good job with the makeup putting bruises on their body shaped perfectly like a dude's hands like hands um, and shit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that like, looks awesome hands <laughs> fucking okay symbol <laughs> middle finger <laughs> <laughs> but i will gang like, signs like, and shit this, this was <laughs> a crip <song>. job
0: fucking crips <laughs> 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 oh no i did not know we had the, bloods in hong kong <laughs> the toad was also a <laughs> crip <laughs> Out in the street, crip-walking like Snoop Dogg. Bap, 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 bap. I think that, the, I I'm, I don't know for sure because I can't remember because I, I watched this last night and I kind of blacked out. But that cop who found the candle, he's in there, he saw the broken candle, he saw the little hidden compartment in the candle that's now empty. Yes. That cop earlier in the movie um, sat down to play this game or whatever and, and somebody put a little piece of paper in front of him and when he unfolded it, it was a toad a yes. picture of a toad and he immediately ate it yeah he like put it in his mouth and ate it and looked and his other partner cop kind of looked at him like what the fuck was that what's going what on hmm, hey hmm. yeah he
1: gave the him movie the what does for us, so do uh it does do a good job at just kind of like teasing the information i just think it 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 teased me to the point of blue balls like i was like <laughs> okay that's enough <laughs> you <Hey>, motherfuckers <laughs> like i want to just see some keep, keep jerking I, <laughs> I, just, I just want to see some kung fu here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it kind of drops off here pretty quick. We've got, we've got a conversation with uh, essentially the guy that is, we'll, we'll just go full spoilers here. So Toad is yeah. having the conversation with the centipede. and they're, <laughs> Cop Toad. Cop Toad. Uh, they're basically having this conversation there and trying to determine who's who and what's what. Then they grab the street urchin detective here, who's the sixth student that's listening in, trying to find out what the cops know.
0: Right, yeah, and, and he comes stumbling
1: you know, in here comically. Yeah,
0: and it's over the top, but it's it's like that the prodigal son kind of stuff, where the Hong Kong movies do this a lot, where it's it's very much acted like a stage play. I think I mentioned yeah. this in one of our previous uh podcasts which is a style that you kind of have to be in the mood for or be very used to which i'm not and i i don't find it offensive or anything or or bad i just it's not my jam it's very overacted and very like what's going on which is comedically overacted but it's okay for the movie it fits with the costuming and the overdone not overdone the overly elaborate sets and
1: stuff it fits with that kind of a setting well this kind of this this part kind of got me going because basically the witness goes to the cops and he's like hi I'm a witness I witnessed the murder and I'll tell you who it was and then the the cops are like oh, okay well uh tell us and we'll pay you some money and he's like yeah I'll tell you all about it and then the cops are like, alright. And then they start beating the fuck out of him torturing him. Like, they pour hot water <laughs> down his throat. It's like, I didn't get this part because he's coming to the cops to say that he's a witness. And then they're yeah. like, alright, you're a witness now. Everybody, beat the fuck out of this guy and make him talk. And I'm like, beat he, he came to dude. you. He came to you <laughs> to talk. That's what, he, that's what he was there to do. And he Why are you hurting just, him? Yeah, why are you hurting him? And offering him money while you're hurting him.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that didn't really make a lot of sense to me. I don't know if that was a a cultural or translational or something weird thing that didn't come through to me. But, uh, yeah, if I show up to the police station and go, yeah, I know who committed that crime, and they punch me in the dick and pour hot water down my throat, I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm out. Like, I'm leaving. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so, basically, they're, they're telling this witness who's who's going to finger... The guy, he's like, no, 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 uh, you're gonna say it, it was somebody else, and uh, here's here's his description, and then they start beating the piss out of him again. <laughs> they're like, what's he look like? <laughs> Just like when Ali was like, what's my name? <laughs> what's my like, name? Pop, what then he look like? He had no Ca- beard. Cassius. Cages. <laughs> Cages <Cassius. laughs> Clay. Whack whack. <laughs> but this this yeah. I mean, I don't I don't dislike it, but I found and maybe maybe you can kind of help me get to why but i found that uh i was really pulled in and completely enthralled by lady snowblood like that film yes, yeah just captured my intention and held it throughout the entire film and it ha- yeah. had hardly any dialogue to it well it had dialogue of course but um yeah the best moments in the film re- had little to no dialogue at all it was it was amazing i've we going to love that film.
0: It's, yeah, that's one of my favorites of all the movies that we've done on the podcast so far. That's one of my very favorite ones. And it's one I hadn't seen before and one I'm really, really glad we did. But you're right. That movie grabs you by the lapels and forces you to watch it. Yeah. And I think a, a big part of that particular movie is because the stakes of it are so high where... You get the introduction of the of the the mom, and she, she gives birth to Lady Snowblood in fucking prison. Yeah, and like I'm gonna die, and you're gonna go on and avenge me. And you're you're like, holy fuck, what is going on? Like, holy shit balls.
1: Yeah, like, that's, that's right. a yeah, hardcore
0: they, story, right? They raped your has mom. To go they off. murdered your yeah. dad.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, then where then this is this more child like child of hell. This is like, well, yeah. who took the money and who are these fucking guys? Like, yeah. the stakes are way lower. I want you to. I want you to go out and find out which one of my five students is an asshole and kill him. And, <laughs> exactly. and uh, if there's anybody who's not an asshole, yeah, just maybe be friends maybe with them. But by the way, a you're team. a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit, and you can't fight. Like that's basically what I'm saying. A trained, a trained monkey <laughs> can do your job. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that's totally. I think that's what it is for me. It was that. The stakes aren't very high. There's not a lot of martial arts once you start getting into it. We have a, a nice little uh, fight scene here with, with the, the toad guy.
1: The reveal the, of the toad. I fucking thought yeah. it was
0: great. Very cool, man. I like that. The There's a quick cut. We get the, the, the centipede guy here. And there's a ton of dudes are around him with swords on the street. And he has a sword, the centipede guy. And he goes to strike at the, the one cop. And the sword hits his arm and it doesn't do anything. And you get a quick flashback to when the Toad hit the metal in the training and it bent. And you're like, oh, that's the fucking Toad! And then these guys have a big all-out brawl. Yeah. Which is a cool little fight in the
1: street. And Toad's not a cop, though. Toad's not a cop.
0: Yes, that's right. I I failed to mention that Toad's not a cop. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, he takes a swing with the sword and hits him in the chest. It does nothing, just like, you know, the Mask of Vulcan in the Hercules show. And... (laughs) <laughs> You're right, they do this awesome flashback. And I loved how they did the colors too because they had a green spotlight on the wall when Toad was training, so cutting back to that and having him just like uh drive his forearm into this big piece of sheet metal and you know, yes. we get a half decent half decently choreographed fight here. Like for for kung fu, it's it's for for a kung fu fight it's choreographed well. In yeah, the style bad. that I'm not really crazy about. That's what I'm yes. saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. For the pat, 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 back and forth yeah. choreographed style, it's well done. It's not bad. Um, again, for the 19 umpteenth millionth time, it's not my jam. But I, I can appreciate much like I'm not a dancer either. But if I go to the if I go to a ballet or something, I can appreciate like fuck these people are talented. It's the yeah. same as this. Like I can appreciate like holy shit these guys know what they're doing for this kind of style and the, the sound effects, dude, the Foley is fucking awesome. Cause they flip and you yeah. hear like bird wings flapping. Like, thup, 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 <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it cracks me up when it, when they do that. It's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. It's like an artistic thing. And then, our our student who's basically trying to determine things, he's off like flailing his arms like when Flanders saw the purple drapes. He's like,
0: Ah purple drapes <laughs> Like he's just
1: flailing his arms around like while these guys are fighting. It's like, Well, no wonder your master said you can't beat anybody. The first fight you fucking hide under a man's skirt and flash your hands like oh like oh like, no. he, he he literally Gets under the, whatever the Chinese term is for, like, the hakama or what, but the, whatever yes, part yeah, of the I uniform. Know. It looks like a big divided skirt <laughs> that he, he crawls under and hides while these guys fight. So, it's like, this guy's, this guy's shit. This
0: guy's useless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny when he made the little noise. Woo! And he goes and hides. It's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. But then he sprints off and he runs in here. Because I think now he knows, well, obviously now he knows who the scorpion uh is it the scorpion? No, he knows who the centipede and the toad guy are now, right? No, well, centipede, toad, and maybe snake, and possibly he knows who the snake is. Possible, possible. The snake, apparently, uh, from my little research that I've did, the snake character was supposed to be a woman. Initially, it was written as a woman. Oh, and okay. When they ended, yeah, when they ended up casting it, they ended up going with the dude as the character. However, later much later when the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers came out, they had kind of a tribute to this and the character of the snake in that tribute of the Morphin Power Ranger episode came out the snake person was played by a girl. Oh, okay. And whatever whatever Mighty Morphin Power Ranger little arc that they had with these five Venom characters, the, the snake person was a girl so that's kind of a well, throwback to them.
1: Yeah, I think that there is a lot of... Um... This film obviously had a great deal of influence on yes. a lot of other things and pop culture because I mean you know you talk about Quentin you talk about the Power Rangers you talk about I don't know maybe even uh, G Force Battle of the Planets like you know yeah yeah um, true enough eh? uh, Voltron and the Five Lions and all this shit like yep. it's pretty iconic and again just a little soft in the middle for me like I I wanted a little bit more action but. I didn't get it, and, you know, it's like tough titty chat. <laughs> like, uh, too bad, motherfucker. Soft in the middle, just this? like me. <laughs> just like my belly. Uh, just like they my belly. They basically set up the toad as the murderer, and then, you know, they kind of torture the centipede, and then the scorpion comes busting into the snake's room and has a conversation with him, which honestly, like, story-wise, like, just being completely honest here story-wise i think this is incredible right because yeah, it's good they're doing such a great job the masks they look cool like they're like you said hand-painted kabuki like the toad's mask is kind of weird because it just has a fucking toad resting on the forehead which you know oh, it's yeah. not necessarily like oh jesus it's a toad but look at that <laughs> i i actually really like the shots like he comes in and they they have this conversation about what's going on and they don't know their true identities it's it's really cool like it's a great way to kind of dole that information out and keep the uh keep the pace going yeah
0: i'm not i I like the masks i think like you said the animals on the foreheads of the mask kind of threw me a little bit because the toad thing fucked me up and the snake has like a snake coming off and it kind of looked like a cock and i was like what's happening and that's (laughs) it kind of looked like a cock (laughs) the cock (laughs) <laughs> which only when you have mastered the car. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that says way more about me than it does about this movie. So let that be known just so you know, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, this, the, the, the centipede one is kind of cool. I like that. The scorpion one looks kind of dope. So I, I dig it. And I like the way they, they use, I really like the way they use, uh, what's his name? Chang che. He, he has people enter and leave the frame in kind of cool ways. Like we get a little scene here where they come down this long alleyway and they come in through that, uh, there's a couple other scenes where people leave the frame in kind of cool ways. I like the way he he directs the movie. He's a good director. Like he's been and done a lot of these yeah. five Venom's movies. I think there was more than twelve of these five Venom movies in the whole series with them all. Um, so yeah, mm. I really I really dig the way he he does his directing. I like it. It's not his direction is not what I dislike about the movie not that i shouldn't say dislike because i don't dislike the movie it just didn't hold
1: my attention that's all he yeah he's actually doing a scene where snake is talking to one of the cops and he's got them in an angled two shot and he actually moves the camera there's a lot of camera shake here but he actually moves the camera into uh keeps the two shot but has it as a profile uh, of the two of them facing each other as they have the conversation so you can tell you can tell that he's very experienced yeah. with working behind the camera and getting the shots. And the way that the shit is lit is really on fire too, because he's got these big, beautiful backgrounds, and he knows when he pulls in on some of those close-ups. the The characters that play the five Venoms they are very charismatic, yes. and they can sit there and kind of give a little bit of a sinister look to deliver their lines like now we're going to uh hunt him down and frame him for murder and 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 it looks really good like it's done well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the I I want to stick with the lighting for a second cuz it's done exceptionally in all of these scenes. We cut here from that conversation with the the scene uh of the two guys talking in the the big parlor to this prison wall, this prison cell where the student has been thrown in here. And uh, man, the lighting changes to the point where it's really cool in here, where it's top lit, and you get the cool lighting off the bars and stuff, and the shadows on the wall of the bars
1: when they're talking. It's really good, man. Like, the lighting is great. Yeah, it's solid. It's solid. Yeah, you get you get um, just the way that they're positioned, and of course, they're in the cell, so things are a little bit more ominous, and they're basically, you know, almost that noir style where half their face is lit, half their face is in darkness. Yeah. And of course... The guard is being very ominous because they're like, who did you see? And he's like, oh, he was an older man with a beard. And the guard is like, no, he was a young man, muscular, with no beard. And, and the prisoner just starts to say, <laughs> wait, what? Wait, no, that's. And he just fucking wails on him. And he's like, say it again. What did the murderer look like? Bah, bah. And he just fucking puts a beating on him. He's like, no, it was a young man, about 20. Uh, and he, had, he was very strong and, and he had no beard. He was beardless.
0: he does a cynthia rothrock in yes madam (laughs) say it confess whack 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 (laughs) and that concludes part two of the podcast come back tomorrow for part three if you'd like to get the entire podcast on sunday night you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast patrons get the full show sunday night without any ads If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you.